Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So way back, way, way back in episode 46 of the podcast, I talked about going to see the Joker and the, the really interesting and different way that Joaquin Phoenix had portrayed this iconic character from the Batman franchise. I don't know whether I said it then, but it seemed like the anti-Marvel movie. You know, Marvel movies are full of cartoon violence. They are full of laughs. They are fantastic. I love them. I love the storytelling that weaves through the Marvel universe. But as I've said before, nothing has any consequence. No, there's very little consequence in the Marvel universe. Characters do die, that's true, occasionally, but it is occasional. Whereas in The Joker, consequences seem to abound. And last night, the kids and I went to see The Batman, the new movie, written and directed by Matt Reeves, starring Robert Pattinson. And I was such a similar experience to The Joker. Because again, they've gone distinctly, directly anti-Marvel. And that's a bit of a relief, actually, because I think we were, I believe we were on course for an, a Batman movie that starred and was directed by Ben Affleck. Now, I think Affleck's fantastically talented, but so far his, uh, his trips out as Bruce Wayne and Batman in the, the DC kind of cinematic universe have not, have not been fantastic and they've carried more, I guess, well, let's just talk about this talk about why the Batman movie that we saw last night was so good. And I think it's because it's much more grounded in reality. I mean, you know, you could easily have made that movie like a kind of a noir detective kind of story, really. <laughs> I love the fact, I mean, they, they telegraph this right at the start, you know, right at the start, Batman arrives at a, at a crime scene and he doesn't, you know, come in through a skylight or squeeze in through some window or something. He is walked into the building past all these cops by, by, uh, James Gordon, who's played excellently by Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright. And there's none of that sense of ridiculousness. I mean, that's wrong. Actually, there was ridiculousness, but it was about this guy in a bat suit walking past cops. They didn't shy away from that kind of sort of grounded in reality. And of course it's a movie, <laughs> all movies, all stories are simplifications and to some extent exaggerations. And there were certainly things in this you think, well, he's, he'd never get up. <laughs> no human being would ever get up from that. Right. But as far as Batman movies go, and I'm thinking right back to, I mean, I'll leave the Adam West stuff because that was really before my time. But in 1989, the first movie I ever saw at a multiplex was Batman with Michael Keaton. And, um, you know, what a thrill that was. I love that movie, but it's still, I mean, there's a classic line from Jack Nicholson's Joker in that movie. Where does he get those wonderful toys? Because in that movie, he's already got his kind of bat plane kind of thing, which you think, well, that would never fly. And if you go, you know, you fast forward, we'll just ignore the Joel Schumacher movies with Val Kilmer and George Clooney in, cause they deserve to be ignored. But if you come forward to the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, you know, the Dark Knight trilogy with, which starred Christian Bale in the title role, we still have these amazing toys. I mean, the technology that is available to Batman to do his thing, 
it's it's pretty extraordinary. Whereas in the new movie, Batman's more or less left with he's got his grappling hook still, and he's got his armor, and he's got a muscle car basically, and that's more or less it. I mean, you know, everything is much more grounded, and the Batcave isn't this, you know, amazingly beautiful space inside, you know, some you know beneath some mansion somewhere. It's a a disused kind of railway station beneath this decaying tower, which represents the the, de <laughs> the decay of the Wayne sort of family fortune and Gotham overall. Anyway, should we bring this back to business? The interesting thing about this is that yes, it's a movie. Yes, it's a fantasy movie about a guy who who finds bad guys and deals with them. And by the way, oh, just as an aside. The bad guy in the river in in this movie is the Riddler, who has always been ridiculous to me. And Google Jim Carrey as the Riddler, and you'll see what I mean. But this Riddler was frightening, was dark, like the whole movie. I mean, the whole movie is is very noir. Robert Pattinson, I don't think, smiled once. And when you finally see him as Bruce Wayne, you know. <laughs> It's like you're looking at Eagle. I think the character was based on Kirk Cobain, this kind of, um, broken, um, psychologically damaged kind of, um, kid who'd lost his parents when he was 10, which of course is part of the Batman kind of ethos. But here's the thing about reality. Here's the thing that, here's the bit of relevance you might've been waiting for in relation to business. I was going to say business storytelling, but let's leave storytelling aside because one of the things that's so important with business and life actually, is that we, we focus on the reality of our situation. One of the things I learned relatively early on in my, in my sort of being the boss kind of part of owning a business is that reality eats fantasy for lunch. And an awful lot of what we see online, particularly around online marketing and get rich quick and stuff. And I know I've talked about this before, but it's so pervasive and it's so appealing. Reality will eat fantasy for lunch and whatever else you might think about the Batman, you might think, for example, it's too long and I wouldn't disagree necessarily with that. But when we ground ourselves and our business and the way we talk to customers in reality, ours and theirs, not only do we, do we build a stronger business, we protect ourselves from the kind of the fantasy buffers that we, you know, we erect around our ideas. You know, one of the things I'm doing, I talked about this in the sprint podcast this week and through the next month is I'm going to actually start putting testing ideas, testing marketing messages out into the world for the tell your story course, because up until now I've been tinkering around with the course, but I haven't been putting it out there. I haven't been holding it up to the reality of the world, which is that people are busy and they maybe they don't want to spend money and maybe they don't think storytelling is that important. I mean, I mean they're wrong, but you know what I'm saying? Reality eats fantasy for breakfast and Batman is a great movie and it, part of the reason it's great is because it grounds this character in something that, 
yeah, it may not be reality, but it's much closer to reality than any other Batman film I've seen so far. Anyway, thanks for listening. Remember that your story, especially if it's based in reality, can mean business. And if you want to learn what I know, you want to know what I know, search online for story.business. Bye now.